Molding the Mindset listeners, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode of this podcast, and I am super excited to share this one. This week's episode is with my boy, the legend, Matt Strempel, the best barber in Los Angeles. Uh, Matt and I met a few months ago when I moved out here, and after the first haircut, I said that was the best haircut I've ever received in my entire life. Uh, I went to the same lady for eight years, and after one haircut, I realized I've been going to the wrong lady for the past eight years. Matt let us come in, and when I say us, I mean my cousin and I, come into the shop hook a microphone on them, set up some cameras. This is the first episode of the podcast that we actually recorded video for. That is not ready yet, and I have a cool plan for that, but it is not ready yet, so today you're just getting the audio from the interview. But he came in, we came in, shot the entire thing, recorded a dope episode, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. I just want to give a forewarning that there is a annoying, loud noise throughout the first part of the podcast, and that is because I am getting my haircut as I'm doing the interview, and those are the clippers. So if you can just stick through it, it's a good, it's some good conversation, and it does go away um, towards the you know towards the end of the first part of the podcast. So sit back. Relax, kick your feet up, it's Sunday, and enjoy the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Molding the Mindset. Today, this is a special episode, man. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but I'm currently in the middle of getting my hair cut. Yes, sir. (laughs) And that is because today, my guest is none other than my barber. You know, I really only know you by Matt. How do you say your last name? My name is Matt Strumple. Matt what? Matt Strumple. Strumple? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Matt Strumple Matt or Strumple. Matt the Barber or Matt Handsome Devil. Yes, sir. As I have him saved in my phone. <laughs> um, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Everything's going good. Had a beautiful day today. Um, just happy to be here with all you guys <laughs> and uh, to share some of my story and uh, to share some of my um, adventures. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to get into this. I'm glad for uh, allowing us to do this. Um, I want to thank you as well for making it super easy on me to find a barber in Los Angeles. That Pleasure. being my, okay, I'll thank Rye for that. He shouts in the background. <laughs> thank him. Thank both of you for making it super easy to find uh, you know, a barber out here. So I went to the same person for eight years back home wow. since junior year of high school. So that being said, anxiety was a huge thing for me when it came to hair because I'm not mm-hmm. that great of a you know, looking dude. So like, oh, you're great getting a good guy. haircut is everything to me. So when I came out here, I was like, where do I go? Rye, obviously knew who you were. And uh, yeah, that's how we ended up doing this. So thank you, and let's start with that. No worries, man, thank you. And uh, yeah. I appreciate you guys always uh, coming through with uh, positive spirits and uh, <laughs> being uh, some awesome, good-looking yeah. guys and some, <laughs> and some, gen- and some genuine friends, yeah. you know what I mean? So uh, it's hard to find uh, great guys like you out here in the uh, West Coast, and I'm glad you guys are here. Uh, from the East Coast, you know, sh- spreading some of that good energy. Thanks, man. I, I really, I really do appreciate it. And uh, before we get into anything super serious, you were just on vacation, right? Yes, I was, man. I was on vacation to Puerto Rico. How was that? Uh, just by was, you saying that, sounds like it was a great time. It was a good time. <laughs> it was, it was an awesome time, man. Um, go, uh, going to the like the tropical beaches um, anywhere around the world is pretty amazing, but uh, Puerto Rico was nice. Uh, it was quick, and the best thing is that you don't need your passport. You don't need your passport. You don't need your passport. It's okay. a it's a it's a U.S. country. Uh, territory. That, that makes sense. Yeah, U.S. territory. Yes, sir. That yes, makes sir. sense. Okay. I've, I never even traveled. This is the most traveling I've done, which is when I moved out here. So awesome. I, on my bucket list, Puerto Rico. What part of Puerto Rico? Uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, we're in Old San Juan, and a place called Catalina. And how was Catalina? That was amazing, man. Yeah. It was a, it was a it was a it was a great place. Uh, it was very um, I would say uh, 
neighborhood style. I mean, like every, very family orientated. Uh, mm -hmm. On Sunday, everybody goes to the beach, which is a big uh, thing. So every Sunday, uh, pretty much half the town goes to the beach and they, you know, celebrate it. Love Families. Um, yeah, so it's just uh, it's an awesome feeling to have uh, yeah. to to be away from home and feeling like you're at home because all the families are out and the kids and running around the beach and whatnot. Yeah, close knit, close knit uh, family environment. Exactly, uh, exactly. Not super touristy. Exactly, not super touristy, but um, the water was uh, pretty aqua, I would say bluish green, mm -hmm. and um, definitely different from uh, you know uh, the West Coast here, which is very cold, yeah. and the water is very dirty. Well, you're used to that, right? Because you're from out here. Yeah, well, you can never get used to that. It's, it's just the water's just so cold out here. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how surfers do it, but I couldn't do it. Well, and I'm not a surfer, and I have no interest in going in the water. Well, we went in not, We went in, in March, though, I think. My cousin and I, I think it wasn't too bad. I mean, we manned up. It was wasn't too bad, but we were up in Malibu a couple years ago when I came out here. Remember that? That was in... May and it was still freezing. Well, when you're so. out living your best life, you know, you really don't you know, think about coldness and whatever. <laughs> in California, when you do it here, like at six or seven o'clock in the morning, it's definitely you freeze your balls off. Yeah. And you're you're from Orange County, right? I'm from Orange County, uh, uh, from a small city, and uh, it's the first uh, city in Orange uh, that starts Orange County. It's called La Habra. And La Habra, uh, La Habra is a, a very uh, small uh, town. Okay. You can basically go through the whole town in about ten or twelve minutes, and uh, yeah, so it's a very uh, and it's a you know small suburban area, very family orientated also, yeah. and uh, uh, very Latin Latin vibes. A lot of okay. a lot of Mexican people. A lot of Mexican people. Okay, which is good. I like okay. Mexican people. Yeah, yeah. So Spanish. Spanish. Latin. You Latin? Or well, sure? I'm Cuban. Cuban. But uh, you know the, the Latin people are very uh, very awesome people. Yeah. You know Spanish people. They're hard workers. Okay. And um, you know it was very cool to hang out in a neighborhood. They got corn. You got uh, a shaved ice. Um, you got the ice cream man running by. You know what I mean. So that's what kind of stuff uh, yeah. you know that I'm used to over in Orange County. Yeah. So I, I grew up in Philly. So it's, so it's you know obviously a bigger city, but it sounds like. You guys are all used to, especially from just knowing you for the past month, you guys are not uh, afraid of the work. And I think my biggest impression of being out here was the East Coast mentality. You know, it's very blue collar in Philadelphia. You know, yeah. I have a fa all my, my entire family are union workers. A lot of my friends are union workers, you know, and it's seven days a week. No excuses. Get up and go to work. Wow. Uh, I have a lot of respect for people actually in the East Coast because it is a lot of a grind. Yeah. There's less area, less room, mm -hmm. and uh, people are not afraid to go out no matter what and make it happen. I mean, it's rain, snow, you well, know, uh, you know, black ice, whatever. I mean, you guys are out there getting it. We don't stop. Rain, yeah. Rain so, or, so I definitely, or sh or definitely have a lot of respect for people in the East Coast. So, uh, so how's that compared to, to growing up out here? Um, well, you guys are still close. Like you guys are still close. It sounds like you guys are still all working hard. And yeah, I would say California people are a little more. Uh, I would say they're not as savage or or as uh, you know thick skin as I would say like a, a, a East Coast person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think East Coast people have it rough and they don't have it easy. I think us California people have it pretty easy compared to the weather. And, and of, of what and you know getting around but also you know the subway systems and whatnot in the East Coast is very easy to get around also but yeah I think we just have a lot of cars and a lot of people here and we're pretty spread out right so I don't f I feel like you know East Coast is it, it is a rat race more we're I would say we're way more aggressive yes I don't know if you've you've known me for a month you've known Rye for a while we're both very you know it's, it's sort of it's not we're not asshole. Well, we're assholes, but you know, we're not. We're up front, and we like to, you know, we like to yeah. work hard. And you know, if you're going to do it, you better do it the right way the first time. And you know, there's a certain thing about being out here. The people are a lot more laid back. I remember one of my first weeks at work, I got into an altercation with a California kid, and I was, I, I thought I was like, I'm going to fight a 17 year old kid. I'm going to fight him. 
because he hit me with a just relax, dude. Just relax, dude. Relax. <laughs> just relax. <laughs> That's our favorite one. Like, just relax, dude. That's our favorite one. Like, I can't say. take this. I can't. I can't do this. I can't. So there's a lot of that out here. Yeah, yeah. Right? We, yeah. you know, we also we sugarcoat a lot of things. I mean, it's very, uh, you know, and uh, I've never really been to the East Coast like uh, New York's or nothing, whatnot. Mm. But I seem like you guys put everything on the table. Us, we uh, we have a uh, have a routine of kind of. Uh, Making things sound better, making the truth sound better. Yeah, you know, making uh, making uh, your days sound a lot difficult when it probably wasn't. You know what I mean? As difficult as it should. You know, oh damn, you're in traffic for an hour, or yeah. you didn't get your latte on, on time. Yeah, you know, that's like our big worlds. You know, that's not a bad mindset to have though, except for when it comes to actually work. Like, I feel like that's a great mindset to have, except for in work. Right, like if you're at work, like you're there to work. You don't necessarily want to carry that over to this, you know, laissez-faire. Yeah. I'm just gonna take my time, and that's the thing. The sense of urgency is. But the I also, I also feel though that us California people do have a a, a strong urge of of hustle. Yeah. I think that we, and I think that you know, um, definitely it's uh, we have like three or four jobs. We're not just a barber. We're not just a bartender. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not just you know, we're an actor, uh, we're an actor, um, waitress, yep. we're, uh, um, a model stewardess, we're, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like we're a little more, uh, more creative when it comes to how to make money around here. I, you know what, I, that makes sense, and I kind of would, I would have agreed with that, you know, I think that although it is super laid back, there's still a hustle, but it's a different type of hustle, and you guys are way more open-minded to things than necessarily, um, you know, people on the East Coast off. Mm -hmm. When I was moving out here, you know, people were like, the hell, like, if you have, if you want to do something different from compared, you know, if you want to do something out of the box or, or not, with something not ordinary back home, it tends to be looked at as whatever we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas out here, I feel like it's way more accepted to want to do stuff that's out of the box. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like too, there's a lot more weirdos per se <laughs> spread out around here. <laughs> So like when we're when, like when we're right doing in. different things like uh, yeah. uh, that are per se weird, I mean we not have weird. a lot of weird people around. Yeah. So it's really not as weird as we think it is. Yeah. You know what I mean mm -hmm. compared to, you know, what you guys think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you but grew up. So you grew up in Orange County. Orange County, yes sir. Right. And you are you're still living down there? Uh, I don't live in Orange County. I just moved out from Orange County. Uh, I lived in Orange County for 35 years. This is my first year that I moved out. I'm turning 36 this year. Okay. Um, okay. My first time in downtown. I love it so far. Okay. Um, I'm a very open. I love people. Yeah. Uh, I like. I feed off people's energy. I make my own energy. Yeah. Um, you know, well, congratulations feel, on that. Oh uh, well, thank you, thank you, and I appreciate you. You know, <laughs> giving me this uh, this interview. Yeah. And but uh, you know, um, I just feel like uh, me personally is that I love making people happy mm -hmm. i love making people feel good you know um i would say that us as californians want to help people more right you know i feel like people from the east coast they want to uh stick to their own kind of way because they know if they get off their their way of travel then they can get easily bumped off mm -hmm. you know yeah. um but i also think that uh that you know people are very superficial around here and me personally i don't have that in me i feel like uh you know um i like everybody and uh, i love everybody and i want everybody to love me also so i mean that's just the type of person i am i like to help people and you know i feel for people and i feel like being a barber uh goes hand in hand with that you know you want to make somebody feel good you want to make somebody look good it's not all about right. you i feel like barbers do uh deserve more money because you know for what we do that we do you know what i mean we turn somebody's whole day around yeah you know what i mean and uh how their perspective is also you know what i mean um you know you know and also if somebody wants to like you know uh get something off their chest i mean we're very open-minded to hear that we don't shut somebody down or right you know so i feel like uh, being a barber has to deal with you know treating people well and liking to treat people well and liking to be around people so you know is that so for you it was it, it was a natural it was a natural yeah I, I i would say like uh you know when i started to become a barber is uh, that's what got me my natural high was yeah. helping my friends get laid, helping my friends, <laughs> <laughs> help, my friends help my friends get the job, yeah. help my friends uh, feel comfortable yeah. or, you know, um, so I, I feel like um, 
You know, I, I'm that type of person. I'm a caring yeah. person, and I want to help people. And I'm more of a of a giver than a, than a taker. Okay, so that's so. Let's get into that. So how did you how did you how were you introduced to um, cutting Bar- hair? How did you start? Where was your where were your roots at? And okay, you know? so um, um, I grew up in La Habra at a place uh, off a street called Pinehurst. Okay, and it was right behind a bowling alley. So like every night I would before I go to sleep or I wake up I would hear pins hitting. You know, you would think I'd be a bowler or something, mm-hmm. but uh, um, so um, what started off was that I was like in one of the last generations of the streets where there was like, you know, 12 boys, you know, uh, eight, you know, eight little girls around the street. You know, mm-hmm. we pl- all played basketball. We all played football. We, you know, we all came in when the lights came on, you know what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. But uh, what got me started was that, uh, so while I was with a neighborhood full of boys, and there was uh, a kid down the street, his name was Anthony Prater. Anthony Prater, uh, he was a public school kid, okay. and I was a Catholic school kid. Okay, so, I completely uh, understand that dynamic. I went to Catholic school for yeah, years, so, so I get it. Yeah, I went to sc- Catholic school 12 years. Okay. Myself. <laughs> so, I went, to sc- I went to first grade twice. But but so he was a public school kid, and I was uh, always a, a a Catholic school kid. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of rules, and he didn't. You know, um, okay. I had a lot of rules. Uh, I had a you know I couldn't play on on the weekend on the weekdays. I couldn't play. Yeah. You know, I had to you know do stuff and whatnot. So he he always had uh, my friend Anthony Prater. He always had uh, people over. And uh, he always had all these friends over, and he 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 always was like one of the cool guys. He, you know, they always treat him with a lot of respect, and they always treat him. He was a really funny guy. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was fourteen at the time. Um, when I uh, when I when I, I met him all my life, but when I first started getting haircuts from this guy who was a neighborhood barber, his name is Anthony. I was about eleven years old. He was about fourteen years old. So he's getting in early. Yeah. So then, when, when, when so I saw how how cool he was and how funny he was and how everybody treated him. Yeah. And he always knew what was going on. He knew always knew where the parties were at. Uh, he always was cool with women and girls. He always knew how to talk to them. So I was like, man, this guy's a cool motherfucker. So I, uh, so I started getting my haircut from him. Okay. And he would charge about, I think, eight bucks. He would charge eight bucks, and we would go in his garage, and uh, you know. He would he would cut all these older people's hair, and I would be in, in there in the garage listening to all their conversations, mm-hmm. high school conversations, you know. And uh, so I was like, man, this guy is so cool, and he, you know, he's always you know everybody loves him, and they treat him so good. I'm like, so then I started cutting my own hair. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but this episode of the podcast it's brought to you by Gods and Legends brand. Gods and Legends makes the best hair pomade product on the market. And I'm not just saying that because, yes, it is my boy Matt's product, who you are listening to in this episode. However, I said in the intro I was going to the wrong lady who was cutting my hair for the past eight years. Well, I was also using the wrong hair product for the last eight years. I was introduced to Gods and Legends and... My hair has never looked better, I've never felt more confident, and I've never looked any better. That was my humble opinion. But I promise you, you will not be disappointed in using this product. They also have things like hats, t-shirts, combs, and a bunch of other things that are Gods and Legends related. And it is all obtainable by going to this website. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. Amazon? Amazon. It is available on Amazon. Gods and Legends brand. Go get it. Go try it out. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You can also get it at, by DMing Gods and Legends brand on Instagram or by DMing my boy Matt on Instagram at 143haters. I promise you this product will change the way you look. It will change the way you feel. And it will make you feel like a god and a legend. Let's get back to the episode. All right, so you started cut, you started messing around, cutting your own hair, and that's sort of what got you into, into the, the barber business. Yeah, yeah. Well, so basically, when I was uh, 12 years old, I started cutting my own hair, mm-hmm. and um, 
I, I started catching on to people that I started cutting hair because you know we had a lot of friends. I played football, I played basketball, I played baseball. Okay. There was always a lot of boys around my neighborhood or on my house. My parents were workaholics, so uh, we always had a lot of kids at our house. There was never any too many rules, you know. Like when when my parents were gone, of course, but uh, when they were there, there there was a lot of rules. But uh, since they were uh, workaholics and they were halfway gone all the time, I always had a lot of kids in my house. They were always eating up all my food. Mm -hmm. They were always, you know, hanging out. They were always watching TV. So I had a lot of uh, guinea pigs to practice on. Got it. So I started practicing on my brother's friends, my brothers, my little brother, my dad. You know, then I started, you know, cutting people from the football team, the basketball team. And then I found out why they were treating my boy Anthony, Val my Anthony Prater so well yeah. is because he had the power. He had the power of making somebody feel very, very good. And that was something that I got addicted to, is that I did over from when I was, um, when I was 12 years old to I was about 18 years old, I did 5,000 free haircuts. 5,000 so 5, free, free haircuts. So about 5,000 free haircuts. I never charged, and I never would say no. So that was the thing is that that was my, that's the thing is that barbering has always been my pleasure and my str and, and one of my strongest kind of envy uh, things that kind of dragged me down because I would never say no. Yeah. So at three o'clock in the morning, if my brother was having some parties and some friends and I was sleeping on the couch, those motherfuckers would wake me up yeah. and be like, yo, cut my hair. And I'd be like, fuck bro, are you serious? Yeah. And they were like, they were like hoodlums kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were nice people, right. but they were like troublemakers, hoodlums and like, you know, like tough guys. You know what I'm saying? Gang uh, members yeah. and whatnot. So like sometimes I would be like, fuck, I'm not going to say no to these guys. Mm. I'm going to cut their hair. Yeah. I, I love like looking at that though. Like I like that's for me. Like I, I admire the fact that you were just like, I'm just doing this. I don't even care. Like it wasn't about making, you know, at that point in time, you're just like, I want to do this because I enjoy doing it. Right. It was a passion. It was, it was yeah. something that, you know, you didn't know where it was going, but you're just like, I just like doing this, so I'm just gonna keep on doing it. And the rep, and you just, you know, you were getting repetition, and you were building this, this, um, you know, this catalog of, of of stuff in your head, to then, kind of make it into something serious, right? So, what at what point did it become? All right, I'm not cutting for free anymore. I really enjoyed doing this. Okay, so, this, uh, okay, so there goes the whole thing is that um, when I, I, I didn't, I wasn't cutting people because I, I had, I felt like I'm such a good friend. Mm -hmm. This is the only thing I can do as a friend. So I would, I would cut my friend's hair because they were good friends to me. Right. You know what I mean? So I go, well, this is, this is what, what a good friend is all about is doing things for your friend. Right. You know, so I was like, okay, cool. You know, you know, and the thing is, is that, um, you know, my goal was always to make a million dollars, you know, always. Yeah. I always make a million, yeah. and I and I always look to see like, hey, you know, these barbers making a million, and my dad's like, no, there's no <laughs> way these barbers are making a million dollars. There's no fucking way, you know. So then I was like, well, damn. At about 21 years old, I don't want to be a barber anymore. Right. I wanted to be fucking something else mm -hmm. because I was like, well, this ain't gonna go into the path of where I need to be because I want to buy a house for my mom. I want. I'm a giver. You know what I mean? I don't ever care about the money because I always, but I always want to make money so I can help other people. You know, yeah. and the reason why I, I didn't charge people back in the day is because the power I got, I got addicted to this power. The power is, is that the way that somebody treats you. So you treat somebody really good and you do something really nice for somebody and they want to do something even better for you. Yeah. So that's the reason why I wasn't charging people also is because I always got hooked up free weed, free food, free party, yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. hook you up with fucking the, the, the free movie, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll let you borrow my shoes, whatever else, yeah, whatever you need to be, yeah, it was always a lot, yeah. so, so, so then, so then when I was, um, when I was 21, I didn't want to be a barber anymore, I tried everything, I tried everything to what be was, something else. What was your least favorite thing that you tried? I was a ditch digger. You were a, a ditch I was digger. a ditch digger, but I was making really good money. I was making 34 bucks an hour. So when they say the world needs ditch diggers, that was... That, that yeah, was so I was a ditch digger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but then, after being a ditch digger, after trying to find something else, I knew I wasn't as happy, you know? Right. I knew when I was shoveling the dirt, the dirt wouldn't thank me at all. You know what I mean? Right. No one would thank me for what I was doing that day. And when, when it came down to cutting someone's hair, my fucking whole life, like, my whole life got brighter when I was, you know, cutting hair because mm -hmm. the way I made somebody feel was was priceless, you know? Right. The way they made me feel, the way they wanted to take care of me was, was, was priceless. I mean, money can't, money, no money can ever uh, replace the way they made me feel with yeah. just being friends, you know what I mean? Absolutely.
So, at the end of the day, um, you know, Barber has a, a, a big role that people don't know. It's, it's an aspect of life where it covers a lot of aspects. Say, for instance, um, I'll cut a drug dealer's hair, and then I'll cut a cop's hair. Yeah. Then I'll all. cut a fucking a nurse's hair, but then I'll cut a teacher's hair, and then I'll cut a fucking the neighborhood fucking wise guy's hair. Yeah. But then I'll go cut the fucking the the, the, the firefighter's hair. Yeah. No matter what, everybody has to see me. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. You gotta see me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so no matter what, at the end of the day, uh, you start off, uh, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror, and, and then you, uh, and then at the end of the day, you see with the haircut and everything, how much better you look, how much better you feel, how you, right. how you supposed to make a million dollars if you don't look like a million dollars. You know <laughs> what I mean? Look good, feel good, doesn't that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so no, so that's, it's cool. You get, you, know, you get to have all these interactions with all these different walks of life and you get, like you said, all those different people that you got to interact with, it was a lot of experiences knocked under your belt. So, what, so, what was that transition like, right? You're, you're a ditch digger and you're going, I, I need to get out of this. How did you then transition back into, be, well, you know, cutting? Well, cutting I never hair. stopped cutting hair. Okay, like so I you're said, still doing so, it on so the side. So to my friends, yeah. I still was still cutting for free. Okay, okay. You know, and to this day, I still cut my hair, my friends' hair for free. Yeah. So it's something that, that um, I always will do and it kind of keeps my bond together with some of my high school friends mm -hmm. is that no matter what, I'm always going to cut their hair. Yeah. And do you, do you remember what that what that period was like when you decided, okay, I'm jumping into this? It was tough full time. It was tough. It was a lot harder than I thought. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have someone saying, "Don't do this, don't do that." I mean, a lot of us barbers don't. We don't really have a lot of peers like to say, "Hey, you know, don't do this, don't do that." They're kind of like you, you get taught, and you kind of get. It's kind of like. An animal, you know, you get taught to fucking prey, you get taught to fucking like hunt, and then after that, it's on your own. You know right. what I mean? So, um, you know, process of elimination, uh, just like everybody else in the world, second guess myself. Um, you know, uh, but then you have your friends to tell you that, hey, you no, know, this is what your friends and family like. Hey, this is what you know. This is you know, your your gift is gonna get you somewhere. You know. Mm -hmm. And I would say that the thing about me is that I never had a lot of money. But I've always gotten to places where I needed to be without money because of my of my trade or my personality or the skill, yeah. or, the skill or, yeah. the, or the way I treated somebody. And I feel like uh, I, re I, I learned how to, to talk to people and to tr how to treat people the way they want to be treated. And my, my whole thing is that uh, being a barber, you have to read people. You have to read people's shoes. You have to read people's uh, expressions. You have to read people's eyebrows to see what, how they feel when they look in the mirror, do they like it, or, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of reading, you know, so I, I would say that that transparent into my life of reading people to see how they, they bullshit or not, or, yeah. but uh, it was difficult, you know, it, but, you know, uh, along with, just like anything in life, if you have a strong support system, things start to get easier and easier. Yeah. If you're a good person, someone wants to help you, and I would say a lot in, in California, people give people a chance, you know. And people like to give people a chance. People like to help nice people. Right. That's, that know? goes back to you guys being more uh, open-minded. Open-minded, you know, right? yeah, exactly. And so, so um, to be honest with you, man, I would just say it goes down to the, the, the power, the power of having somebody's whole day in my hands, the power of their, them getting a job or them yeah. thinking they're getting a job. Or it's just, a, it's, just a, it's a powerful thing to be a barber, even though a lot of people don't know. But, um, you know, it's just... Uh, it's a good feeling to make somebody feel good and actually yeah. to realize, like, say for instance, if you're, um, if you're an artist, like, you know how awesome it would be for somebody to buy your, your art? Mm -hmm. Well, that's how I feel. I feel like it's so awesome that someone's buying my art that I'm doing for you. That, the, uh, you know, the art. And, uh, and, and seeing so many people rock your hairstyle. It's kind of like Nike. You yeah. see, like, 50 people rocking Nikes. You're like, oh, shit, that's dope. Everybody's rocking Nike. And it's kind of like my style... My haircut is my brand. Yeah. And then everybody's rocking Matt's cut or Eric's cut or fucking, uh, you know, my cut, uh, you know, whoever's cut's in here. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. That's awesome. That's, 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 that's and then you have cool pride. Thing. You take pride in that. Yeah. Uh, you, you take pride in your work and you take pride in your creation. I, it's, ha it's handcrafted. I saw that firsthand when 
I came in here. I wasn't even getting my hair cut. Do you remember when I came in here? It was probably like a month ago, and my cousin was getting his hair cut, and as we were walking out, you're like, you're like, hey, wait, stop. <laughs> Alright, I just want to check the back of your head real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't getting, I was, I got my haircut like early, like earlier that week. And I got, I just want to check. And you could see right then and there. I knew right then and there. I was like, that was pretty cool. Like this dude cares. Like he, he really does care about his passion. You know, his, his uh, craft. You know, he really does care. Yeah. Well, I, tr- I, I, I know that I'm not the best barber. I never claim to be the best barber. I know I'm not the best barber. I'm not the best uh, hairstyler. I'm not the best hair cutter. Mm-hmm. You know. But I think that um, when it comes down to like having uh, a little bit of everything, I'm not the best, but I I, I, I can always perform. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? And uh, I always try to do my best. And, um, you know, uh, if I have a bad haircut, it comes home with me. Right. You know, if I fuck somebody's haircut but, and, they, and I know they fuck somebody's haircut, haircut up and I, I, I can read them, yeah. th- then that comes home with me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you I, th- know. I think that's important for everyone not just you know whether you doesn't matter if you're a doctor or a barber or exactly you're and it doesn't matter if you're it, you know if you have a bad you know if you are really passionate about something and you you care you should it should affect you know it should affect, it, should you. affect you, you. It, it tells you that you're okay i'm really i'm i'm really into this you know and it um i think sometimes people get caught up and really i lost train Lost my train of thought and not sure, really, not really sure where I'm going with this point. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and wrap that <laughs> up. But like, um, it is. Sh- I know what you're just saying. Is is that it? it, it you it, most people I should care. I look myself in the mirror. It's okay. Most people should care about you know what they're doing every day, and, exactly. and you know, and, and if it doesn't, then there's a problem. You know what I mean? Then you're exactly. doing something different. You're doing the wrong thing. You're doing the wrong. You're in the wrong. Right. You're in the wrong uh, uh, type of work. You know yeah. what I mean? If you don't like fucking. Shoving your finger up someone's ass. Don't be a doctor. Don't. You know what I'm saying? You know that's, what I mean? That's a really good way to put I it. I mean, if you don't really like, uh, you know way. what I mean? If you don't like, uh, you know, uh, touching somebody and smelling yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then don't be a doctor. And if you don't like to be a fucking wrestler, if you don't like to touch people, don't be a fucking wrestler. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, you know, stay in your lane and be happy for what you're doing, but also yeah. show pride in your work. And, and if... And lo- and people can see it. People can see if you're not doing a good job, mm-hmm. or people can see that you're not being prideful or half-fasting. People read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you mentioned the artist thing. You're like, you can tell that this is this is art for you. You see it as, you know, as your you know, my head is your canvas, and you go to work, and just yeah. by the attention to detail that you put into it, as you're putting into it right now, right the front of my head, <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can tell, you, can tell <laughs> you know, your eye for it is different than someone. Just sitting on that couch behind us and going, oh look, that guy has a nice haircut. You know, it's it's different. Exactly. Different. I, uh, um, yeah, but I I just think that uh, you know, uh, life, your parents, your friends, you, you yeah. kind of mold mold yourself into kind of the direction where you want to take your career, or you want to, you know what I mean? And uh, I just feel like, uh, or or as I would say, you kind of mold your mindset. You mold your mindset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, so, okay, so, so I just want to turn this around on you a little bit. Yeah. What made you want to go out and, and, and interview people? And, uh, you know, uh, what, I mean, is it the same thing that, like, hey, you, wanna, you, you make somebody feel good, you tell a story about someone's life, mm-hmm. you feel good after uh, sharing someone's experiences? Mm-hmm. I mean, what makes you uh, w- want to do what you're doing? I like that. Thank you for turning that around on me. Uh, yeah, so this was kind of a... Um, and I've said it in a, in a previous episode, this was kind of a natural maturation of a couple of ideas, right? Um, a couple of years ago when I got started working with a mentor of mine, he had asked me what my why was and what's the reason you do things, you know? And I'm, mine's sort of along the same way. Like, I, I want to see people become the best versions of themselves and see other, you know, see everyone around me succeed. Therefore, I'm succeeding if I have a hand in that, you know? Yeah. So I came up with a different, a couple of ideas on how I was going to go about doing that. I had started like a little website, uh, like a Wix website, and kind of put it off to the side because of other projects, and then started writing. I was like, oh, maybe I could turn it into a book or something like that. Um, so I would, I have, you know, I have a few chapters of a book, I just started writing. And then when I ultimately decided to make the jump out to LA and I was like I gotta you know I gotta go chase this this is a goal of mine I want to just want to go out and you know now's the time to do it a friend of mine has suggested that 
I use this app called Anchor, which is what we're recording on right now. I was like, yeah, he's like, I saw you started your podcast. I saw you started a podcast. I was like, that's pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, I use this free app. He's like, blah, blah, like, you should try it out. And I was like, oh, okay. So as a, like, on a whim, I kind of just did it to um, keep myself entertained while I was driving out here by myself. Because I drove out from Philly. Yeah. So I was like, I need something to keep my mind busy so I don't go insane in the car for four days. Yeah. You know, so I was like, yeah, let me just give this a try. So, you know, I recorded a couple of episodes and it was, it was pretty, oh my God, this is actually pretty cool. And then what I also realized, I like, you know, I, I do listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of podcasts and learning from people's experiences and taking things from different, from different people is, is sort of how I tried to move forward. You know, I think I'm constantly a work, a work in progress. You know, like I'm never, in my eyes, I'm never good enough I always think I, I need to be better I need to be yeah. better I need to be better of course you know so you can never do enough you can never study people enough and see how they you know how they work and how they handle themselves in certain situations and the way they treat people and everything right so yeah. I think for me another way to learn was I was like oh I was like well let's get them on the podcast and not only am I learning but Everybody I'm also able to help yes. other people learn yes. right and and you have a voice and I have a voice right yeah and I have because you know I'm not not the brightest person in the world, but I think that I do, you know, I'd like to think that I have my head on my shoulders and I, you know, I tend to go into the right direction. And I think this has given me a platform to kind of, I love it. Try to share that, you know, that's the key word is platform. Everybody wants a a platform. Everybody wants to have a say, not in everything, but if they feel about, if they feel something strongly about something, they want to have their platform or their way to, uh, of saying it and, and giving people advice or just say, hearing yourself talk or speak or whatever this is you know yeah and I think it using that word platform and thinking that I have my own platform is a little dangerous I, and I, I do check myself sorry I yeah. just probably just flinched in my no no you're good because <laughs> uh, especially with things like Twitter right now stuff you see those people who just there there's no that's why I'm not in politics because there's really no it's a platform, yes, but it's not a productive platform. You know, it, it's not somewhere where people go on and reason and yeah. talk it out and go, "Oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense." You know, and someone says, some someone says something from one point of view, another person says something from the other point of view, and they meet in the they meet in the common ground, right? Yeah. A lot of the platform now with Twitter and stuff like that is people just yelling their ideas. Yeah. Right. And and I don't want to myself to ever be that way, and I, and I wouldn't want this project to ever be that way. So like, I think it's cool that I want to incorporate other people in it to get other people's perspectives. Exactly. And not just my voice. You know, That's awesome. I, again, not the brightest, and I guess I can yeah. myself talking. Yeah. Yeah, but I, just, I just love yeah. it how nowadays is that people um, have a voice, and, they, and yeah. you know, like, you don't need some fucking Jewish guy uh, in the corner saying, this guy's gonna be hot. Yeah, like, you can make yourself hot. If you're hot and people recognize it, they'll recognize it, your numbers go up, your this go up, you can do it all yourself, and you don't need fucking anybody. You yeah, know what I mean? That's what, that's, and that, when it comes to, like, YouTube and, and Instagram, obviously social media has its downfalls, all the negativity, and people, you, you know, people just, for some reason, decide that their day sucks, and I'm going to ruin everyone else's, you know, or, or just, you know, troll or whatever, but I think what's unique about social media, especially Instagram and and uh, YouTube and stuff like that is people can get their their stuff out, and like you just said, it's not controlled by one person. You know, I think what I like about this is that I can just kind of do what I want and and craft it however I want without someone saying, you know, you got to do it this way, you got to do it. This yeah, way. or you're doing it wrong. Yeah, or right. You're fucking whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Or yeah. you know what I mean? So, so I feel like you know, I feel I want to give you. I want to give you uh, um, kudos and just say congratulations on on doing this also, and also, you know, uh, uh, you know, sharing how you feel and and allowing other people to, to, to share how they feel. Thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you being on this. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So, I want to, you know, I do want to break this up in the section. I really want to talk about. Obviously, we're sitting in your shop right now. Yes, sir. And I want to talk about how we got here, and then I'm also staring at your own products here in this lovely display case and I want to talk about that as well um, so we're gonna take a quick break okay. and we will jump right back into this yes sir let's get it let's do it three two one cut here well 
all fresh. Thank you. No got that confidence. Got that confidence soaring through the roof. Thank Looking you. Looking good out here. So, to set this scene, we're sitting in your shop right now. What's it like to have all this? Um, to be honest with you, uh, it is very. It's it's awesome to have this. It's awesome to have something to say that it's your your own. Mm -hmm. Something that you've uh, prayed for. Something that you've uh, you know uh, blood, sweat, and tears. Something that you risked everything for. It feels good to come to work knowing that you know everything is on your energy. Everything is on your tab. You know, uh, um, you know, you only get what you put into th something. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you're gonna get put something half fast, it's gonna be half fast. Um, I'm pretty fortunate. You know, I pray to God. I feel like uh, you know God has uh, made this all all happen for me. And I'm just appreciative, and I just want to, you know, uh, spread more energy, mm -hmm. great energy, and I want to help people also with their dreams because I feel like um, uh, when you conquer your dream and you have your dream going, um, it, it's it's amazing, it's remarkable, huh. and that feeling of helping somebody else with their dream because a lot of people helped me with mine because I did not get here by myself. Right. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like it's my duty. To help somebody else with their dream and to just no matter how tired you are or whatever you know you're only as strong as your support team you know the people who support you are the people that you should help support them That's because uh, at the end of the day those people are like the people who are fighting with you those are the people in your corner to help you fight this this uh, thing we call life you mm -hmm. know this this struggle we call life you know it's a yeah. there's there's a, there's a million uh, reasons to be happy, but there's also uh, you know things that you have no control of to make you unhappy or to stress you out. Yeah. And um, when it comes looking at uh, this barber shop, I feel like it's amazing, but I also feel like I can do more. Yeah. You know, so let's before we get into what's more and what's next, I have an idea because we're sitting in front of it. You're wearing the hat and you're rocking the brain. Thank you. Thank right? you. When you go back to the days you were cutting your own hair, and as you started to cut your own friend's hair, you gave out 5,000 free haircuts, which is ridiculous, which is incredible. That's, all, that's amazing uh, to be that dedicated to your craft and, and want to just do it because you love it, right? Yeah. Did, you just mentioned dreams. Was this ever a, was this ever a dream? Did you ever go, so you know, one day I'm going to have my own shop at La Brea and where are we at right now? La Brea and what? La Brea and, La Brea and Sunset. La Brea and Sunset in Los Angeles. I'm going to have my own shop, and well, this is all going to be a thing. Well, the funny thing is, is that, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a cocky person, and I don't feel cocky, like I said before. Like, I don't never thought that I was the best, and, you know, I always thought that I was decent, you know, and, and people always told me that, Matt, you have a gift, you have a gift, but I, I, didn't, I never really thought anything of it, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, but if you hear from, like, um, if you hear from, like, you know, one or two people, you have a gift, and you're like, okay, whatever. If you hear from, like, 10 people, you have a gift, and whatever. But if you hear from, like, 30 or 40 people, you have a gift, you have to go, you know, go do it, you know? Probably start listening. Yeah, yeah you got to start using it, or, or, you know, you got to start, you know, putting one one and two together that makes, you know, three, you know what I mean? You yeah. just keep going, you know, but... Uh, I, don't know but that math, I don't know if that math adds up, but one yeah, we'll go to get one or two, <laughs> one and two together equals three. <laughs> one and two together equals three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh... But at the end of the day, I knew that I was going to do it. Um, I knew that I was going to be good at it. Yeah. Um, it was always something that uh, that always hit me when I was young, that I was going to do this. Yeah. And the thing about that, that I always knew that it was going to be good, I was trying to figure out, there goes by the thing, I was trying to figure out something else to do in my life because I knew that this was going to be semi-easier uh, for me because I've been doing this since I was 12. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, um, I feel very happy and I feel uh, like I've, I, I've accomplished, but people who are uh, leaders and people who are entrepreneurs, um, uh, sometimes what would be astonishing to you might not be astonishing to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm very happy of, of what I've accomplished and what I am accomplished and, and I will do hair for the rest of my life, but do I feel like this is what I'm made for? No. Do I feel like I'm meant for something greater? Yes. Yeah. Do I feel like uh, do I feel like everybody usually in the world are usually compliant and they're kind of, I think most people settle for settle, yeah, you know, and, yeah. uh, and I know that I'm really good at barbering, but I'm not the best and I appreciate everybody who gives me love and I show them love back. Um, I feel like God has meant, put me here to inspire more people. 
Um, I feel like I only can inspire 19 people a day. That's what I cut, 19 people a day. I feel like I need to inspire 4,000 people a day. So um, in that well, that's, that's the reason why that that's the reason why I give you so much kudos on this is because um, your audience is all over the world. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, I'm 35, I'm 36, I'm about to be 36, and I feel like I accomplished a lot, and I feel like I'm going to open another barbershop, but I feel like. I it's feel like enough, I right? feel like it's, it's not, not enough for me. Yeah. I feel like uh, I did this when I was twelve. I conquered, not conquered yeah. it, but you know, I've I've achieved a lot. And ever since I was twelve, I've always loved to do hair and always thought about doing hair. But uh, you know, I'm 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 an artist. I feel like I I want to uh, I want to mentor more, more people. Yeah. I want to um, I want to reach that. out to more people. Yeah. You know, I want to help more people. Um, and uh, helping people gives me a heart on man. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. That's a great yeah. way to put it. And, you know, it, it's, it's weird because you just mentioned, you know, I think I want to do more. I think I want to do more. I want to do, yeah. more. I want to do more. And I, I have had some, a lot of conversations over the past few months that, like, for me, I kind of think the same, think the same way, right? And I don't know. I'm not experienced enough to know if it's an entrepreneur thing. I don't, I'm not experienced enough. I'm not, I don't call it anything. I just know that... I never feel like I'm doing enough, or I never feel like I'm always going. What's next? All right? What's next? Yeah. What's next? What's next? And sometimes I do get ahead of myself, right? And you have to check yourself and go. If you're not finished this thing first. Yeah. You can't move on to what's next unless you f finish this first, right? And then we can move on to what's next. And I just battled with that, and I got through it, and now I'm set on right now. This is what's next, and the mobile app that I had mentioned to you, of course, previously, which is the big thing, of course very meticulous very uh detailed you know that's i need to get that done first of course get that off the ground then we can go next but i th i don't know if it, i don't do you think it's an entrepreneur thing do you think it's a is it what, like, i i don't know how i to feel like it. i like, feel like uh, it's, you just said it right you i feel like said. you're in the right place i feel like uh california uh is where everybody goes to make it because um the energy is so strong and so positive out here mm. i feel like uh that's what separates us from New York, from from uh, from from fucking uh, Spain, from Europe. Is that we have this energy that we can do everything, and with and with somebody's help, yeah, meaning our support team, we can do everything. We right. can do anything we want. Right. You know, um, I feel like you're in the right space, and people come here because, uh, you know, uh, they know that you come here to make it. You know, you right. come here to, to make your dream happen. You come here. I mean, we got we got tens of thousands of people every year come out here and try to do it because they know that this is the place to do it. You right. know? Um, I also feel like sometimes as an entrepreneur or maybe someone like yourself that um, you know, uh, the average thing is not going to cut it for you. You know what I mean? You want to be more. You, you want to show your family that you have what it takes, that you, you, you came out here. Yeah. You know, and I give you a lot of kudos on that and I give you a lot of respect on that because it's hard to leave the thing you call home because no place in the world, I don't give a fuck how good it is, it's not home. Yeah. home I, I think I always go back. I, I have my mindset on going back to Philly. Yeah, but home is home. home. It's yeah. always going to be home. Yeah. It's always going to be the best. But I feel like uh, people like me and you are people like entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, it, uh, you know, even though, uh, even though like, you know, we're always off to the next thing, sometimes it is good to experience that victory yeah. and keep it close to you. But sometimes a victory is just... Uh, a battle you it's not the war you know you yeah. win the battle but you didn't win the war yeah you know what I mean yeah so and I feel like um, you know I feel like it's just uh, when God gives you a gift and 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 if you don't if you don't uh, if you don't answer that gift and you don't uh, you know you always be wondering right you know I'm I'm sort of trying to figure that out right now you know and, and I've been hesitant I know that I want to do a bunch of different businesses. I want to help people get their business off the ground. I want, and I've already consulted on a few different ideas and things like that. And I've been very hesitant to say, you know, when someone goes, "Well, what do you want to do? Like, what, what are you? Like, what do you, you know? Every, you know, I'm a, I'm an engineer. I'm a doctor. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm in production. Like, Rye, you know, Rye's very good at thing. He's gonna take his thing, of course, to Another the level. stratosphere, right? Of course. And I'm still like, I'm like, what, what is my thing? And then I think, as I try to look through it, right, and I think. An entrepreneur is is someone who has failed a lot, yeah, 
and I and this is as I'm trying to search and I'm talking about it right now, still trying to search, like still trying to we figure trying it out to over the past, you know, over as I've jumped to LA, you know, like someone who fails consistently, but someone who gets back up exactly. and keeps going exactly. relentlessly. That's what it takes. It takes right? to get punched in the face and ten it's, times. Yeah. It takes it takes to get you know punch, get punched in the face ten times and then the eleventh time smile and go hey that's yeah. all you got yeah you and know and and, and and I mean uh and uh you know um you know every day is a struggle every day is a learning experience you know well, how I take it from from my job as being a barber that I have the the golden thing is that I have the insights of everybody's life you know what are you doing right and what are you doing wrong. It's up to me to take it from myself and, and, and go go and say, hey, he's doing this wrong. Mm. Or he's doing this right. I need to do this. So that's the thing I have the power about my yeah. job, about being a barber, um, is that you get a lot of power into people's lives that you won't be able to say, for instance, like a shrink yeah. or say, for instance, your brother or your best friend. Usually those conversations. It's a different type of therapy, right? Yeah. Like a weird those, type of therapy. those conversations, yeah. I'll hear them all, you know, yeah. and, I, and I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, a leader is always going to need people to, to, to follow him, mm. you know? And, uh, and that's what makes a leader, you know? He wants to do something, or he or she wants to do something different to make a difference. How do you, you know? how do you sort of, you have three other people here working with you. You're looking to expand. Yes. How, do you kind of, how do you kind of go about being that leader every day? Because um, you touched on it a couple just times, to know, so Yeah, just to know that you don't want to let them down. Yeah. You don't want to let their family down. You don't want to let their kids down. Yeah. You don't want to let your family down. You don't want to let your peers down. Right. You know, um, you know, if you go down, they'll go down. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, it just all goes back to helping people again and just uh, knowing that whatever you do right, it reflects back on you. Right. You know, um, your barbers respect on your friends. Everybody reflects back on you. Yeah. And um, me personally, I feel like uh, that I need to expand my horizon of helping people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as a leader, you're also in charge with having the vision. Yes. Right? Yes. And you carry this crazy thing in your head all day long. And you're in charge of your people following you also. Right. So you're leading, if you lead somebody into victory, you lead them into victory. If you lead them into default, Defeat, yeah. you, you know, you've, you've, you, you, you know, more people realize that more than you lead them into victory. So yeah. um, I, just, uh, I just think that um, you just always have to keep going. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's leaders and there's followers and there's people that are gonna make the sacrifice and people that are just watch other people make sacrifices, yeah. you know? But uh, I feel like energy, energy is contagious. You know, energy feeds. Energy is like a cancer, you know, but in a good way. Yeah. Like, it grows, it, could be it negative, grows, right? yeah, yeah, it could be, it could be yeah. negative also, a lot of negative energy yeah. too, but surround yourself around people who are, are positive, surround yourself around people who want to see you do well, and then that energy will trans, transform into relationships, into bonds, into best friends, into love, into everything else. Right, so, that was awesome. Well, thank you. That was, yeah, that, was, that was good, that was good, you, you, you crushed that explanation, right? So getting back, you know, I, I touched on the vision, right? We're sitting in front of which looks to be your next thing, right? Yes. You're always looking to, you're looking to evolve. You want to yes. do something else. You want to do yes. something else. Again, you're rocking the Gods and Legends hat. Yes, sir. Shout out to Gods and Legends, by yes, the way. Yes, sir. Thank you to Gods and Legends. Thank you. Shout out to my partner, uh, Josh Kula. Um, shout out to everybody who's helping me. And shout out to uh, God for putting uh, this in my mind. Yeah. So, well, thank you. Because I was, again, not only using the same barber for eight years, using the same hair product for eight, for eight years. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I need to stop following him because I do everything. That, and when I mean him, I'm pointing to my cousin, Rye, because yeah. I went, I used to use Axe Messy Paste for eight years yeah. because he showed me Axe Messy Paste like eight yeah. years ago. So for eight years straight, and I'm such a creature, like I'm such a creature of habit yeah. that like I don't, I didn't want to change. Same yeah. reason I got my hair cut by the same lady, same reason I used the, yeah. you know, the same hair product for eight years because I didn't want to change. Like I didn't want to. Yeah. So not only did I find a great barber, but I got hooked on those gods and legends shit. Haven't looked back, and it's fucking, it's doing wonders for my well, hair right now. So well, I appreciate it, yeah, you. Yeah. And uh, the thing of, about Gods and Legends is the thing that I, the reason why I called it Gods and Legends is because you want to make a mark on, everybody wants to make a mark on the world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, um, Mother Teresa, 
uh, you know, all these people made these uh, positive uh, marks on people's lives, and they for the rest of their lives they will. But they made the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, ultimate sacrifices to to go out on 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 the whim and being the standout. Maybe not doing something that's right to somebody else, but right to you. Right. You know, maybe knowing that it's right for you and not right for somebody else, or maybe standing up for somebody else's rights. You know, um, but I made gods and legends because you know, as a man or as a woman, you want to put your mark on the world, and, and you know, you either want to be a god, meaning God above or whatever, right. or a legend, meaning that you're. Uh, um, you want to be that Mother Teresa. You want to be that. You want to be that King, badass. Malcolm X. You want to be that yeah. badass in whatever field you want. Yeah. Whatever I mean, whatever field you want. Meaning that you want to be a legend at playing basketball. You want to be a legend as a sportscaster. You want to be a legend as a podcaster. You want to be a you legend know, in production. Legend as production. You want to be. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, we all look up to gods. We all look up to legends. You know. And we 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 want to be the Michael Jordan. We want to be the the. The f we want to just be the best that we can possibly be, so that time doesn't forget about us. Right, you know? and that was, and that was sort of your inspiration. My inspiration behind the behind the brand. Yeah, my inspiration behind the brand was basically uh, knowing that even though I'm not a big, tall, strapping guy, I am an alpha male. I am a uh, alpha male in my mind, an alpha male in in the way I I, I uh, direct my life. Yeah, you know, um, I'm not a pushover. You know, uh, I'm a go-getter. You know what I mean. Right. And uh, I just know that um, you know my dream is one day to buy my mom a house and and uh, you know take care of you know people who can't yeah. be taken care of. And, and and so so that's what I got. This is what the brand is about is about being a, an alpha male or or being really good at something you're 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 great at. You know, either it's your career or home or friends, and uh, just. Pressing it to the limit, and uh, I would say the people who, who are rocking my gear or whatever, they are leaders, and they um, and uh, and you know legends in their own way. Either mm -hmm. they're like you know, a fast runner or a, a, a smart person, or they cook really well or yeah. whatever. You know, I just want to, um, you know, uh, my product. I want them to. I want them to be able to achieve whatever they want to achieve, just like my haircuts. Yeah. Or they want—I want them to feel confident, or I want them to feel sexy. You know, um, you know. I feel like that's the reason why I feel like um, you know, barbering is not going to be my last thing. Yeah. Because I feel like I, I like to make people look good. I like people make people feel good. I like to make people achieve their dreams. And I feel like sometimes I get stuck in this room for about you know ten hours a day, uh, six six days a week. And I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I feel like I'm robbing myself from being able to spread all this good energy uh, that I have. Feels that. So that's the reason why the product is there, so I can, um, so I can spread out. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, and I don't have to necessarily have to shake everybody's hand. Yeah. You know, they can put the product in, and they can feel maybe like me, or feel like they're feel like someone they look up to, or or feel like themselves and yeah. just fucking the conquer. You know. What so I mean? how's it how's it going so far? Let's do a shameless shameless plug here. Where yeah. do people get this at, by the way? Okay, so Gods and Legends, um, you can get it off of Amazon, or you can uh, follow um, on IG as Gods and Legends brand, um, and uh, yeah, you can get it. Uh, they can, can they DM, or can you they can DM on Instagram? You can, can DM on Instagram. You can. Uh, there's there's personally about six or seven personal barbers who are my friends, um, who are carrying them, and uh, yeah, you can DM me or DM them. And uh, you know, and I can send you a free sample, you know. Um, and I'm um, just basically looking just to, uh, with the money that I receive from this, I want to make people's lives better. Yeah. So I mean, that's what my main focus in life is: is to spread good energy, and to realize that I'm the one of the coolest motherfuckers on earth. <laughs> Meaning, as a friend, <laughs> not, not, not as a not as a person, yeah. but as a friend, I'm a I'm a badass motherfucker. Peter's like, wow, this guy's really cocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that if you're my friend, yeah. you're gonna get the best friendship in the world. That's awesome, man. And where do you where do you see this go? Where do you see this go? What would you like? So this I'm looking at right now. Well, the American the dream. Pomade. The American dream is basically to to start something. And to see it go all the way through, and see how far it can get you. And well, what uh, about what about the product? So as you look at it from a now, now let's flip it over to more of a more of a business standpoint. Where do you want to 
you know, where do you think this? Do you want to stick to just hair things? You want to? Yeah, some dope trucker. Are those trucker hats available? Trucker for hats. Uh, trucker hats are available. Um, if you DM me, they are available. They're mm -hmm. not. They're, they're on special order. Um, basically, my brand. I want it to be the next f Fear of God. Yeah. You know, or so I'm, I'm or you know, off white. The fear, the fear of God. Yeah, the fear, fear of God. The sorry, fear, fear of God. God. Nike collaboration. Yeah, those are bad. Uh, those are epic. Sick, yeah. Dude. So like yeah. you know something of that sort. Yeah. But I just want to inspire other people to do the same thing. That's dope, man. You know, I mean, that's my whole thing in life is to see people, um, um, you know, inspire for their dreams, and I know that if I can do it, anybody can do it. And the so, way, and the in the in the way that I knew that I can do it is that somebody less fortunate than me was doing it and I said God look how less fortunate this person is and they're doing it yeah and I said look at what I got I don't have it all but I have uh, no. some of the 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 so I'm sorry I have the um, you have or no so it's you see people come from Way worse circumstances. Yes, and doing and, do and doing it big things, big things right? exactly. And you go, well, I know I can do. I know I can do that, and yeah. I'm and I'm in a better position. You know, right now I'm in a, a better position to. I'm more free to kind of chase something like that. Yes. And if they have, I have the recipe. If, I would say I have the recipe. Yeah, that's what I was trying if, to say. And, and if if they're not scared of it, yeah, I can't be scared of it. And that's the thing is you that know? it all starts with having a support system. It's all yeah. having saying that like. You know, uh, Bobby, you're, you're, you know, you tell, you tell me I have a, you know, I have a good way of, you know, cutting hair. Or I have a good way of running my business. I mean, that powers me to be, uh, to be more inspiring. It powers me to, to want to do more. Um, I, I would can say see you trying to like pick. Is there something bothering? Like you see you like picking apart the haircut. No, I'm always looking like at it. Just analyzing. I'm always looking at the haircut. I'm always looking at it. Hasn't gotten out of the bar. Hasn't gotten out of barber mode. Just like yeah, all right, make sure. I'm always looking at the haircut. Especially man. my haircut, man. As, yeah. you, as you can say earlier, you know, I, you know, when you're walking out the door, I, I would try to fix it as yeah. much as I can because I, I know. I love the attention to detail. So it's awesome. But I know it's not perfect, you know, and I know I'm not the best barber, but I want to try to give my best for you because. You, Bobby, you're a good person. You know, you're a good friend, and I want to show what I'm made of. You know what I mean? Yeah. So every single haircut that I go through, even though uh, lately it has been more of a business uh, aspect, not so much personal because I am so busy. But uh, uh, you know, the thing about me is that no matter what, you get the personal, you get the yeah. best thing, you get the you get the sincerity. Um, but you always get my heart in everything, either my friendship, my haircuts. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. I want to see you do well. I can take care of myself. I can always do better. But I want to see my peers who I cut their hair or who 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 give me their friendship. I want to see them do well. That's yeah. the, that's my that's my that's my main thing is to see other people do well, and I want to be a part of that because at the end of the day, when I'm part of that, I'm part of something greater. Right. You know, I'm part awesome. of something greater. Also, the power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everyone who you help, yeah. and everyone who you shake their hand. You get a, 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 a chance to have some of their power. Yeah. My dude, that was awesome. I appreciate that you. That was incredible. I think we, t I, we hit on a lot of great points. The main thing that stuck out to me was the, was the free haircuts that you did, right? Yeah. And I think that, you know, someone just told me a couple weeks ago, time is money. Yeah, right? it is. So you're always, you're always You'll never get back your, your time. Right. But I think if you're trying to build something, you need to be willing to, to give do up stuff thing. like that for give free, right? Because you don't have this established platform or anything like that. So you just need to be willing to do whatever it takes to get it out there, and then and then you can adopt that mindset. I have one, I have one thing I want to I want to I want to I want to. It's the secret of life, you know. The secret of life is is to find what somebody wants, and you help them get it. So that's the power. That's the power is that you find whatever that person wants, you help provide it with them, and then they'll help you provide or whatever you need. Invest in people. Invest in people. People will invest in you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So well, I think we killed it, my man. Appreciate Last. you. Let's shout do this again. God. Yeah, dude. Let's do this again. Shout out to Handsome Devils Barbershop. If you're in LA, Thank you, you need to come to Handsome Devils Barbershop. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. La Brea and Sun Sunset. What's the address? Uh, I think it's 1523 North La Brea. 1523 North La Brea. Yes, sir. 1523 North La Brea, second level. Second level. Second level. I had a trouble finding it. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> and I saw a dope spot, by the way. Also, Gods and Legends, 
hair Thank product. You. I use it. I promise you, Thank it you. is legit. I appreciate Shop you. on Amazon, right? They yeah. can search guys and legend on, on Amazon. And Amazon, yep, yep. And you can pick up some of the gear. If you see some of the gear right here, yeah. some of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, shirts, hats, uh, combs, uh, uh, pomade, you can f uh, sweaters. You can find that all on Amazon. But also just uh, don't be afraid of giving yourself. Because as soon as you someone sees yeah. that you're giving yourself, they will open up their gates and give them yeah. themselves to, to you, you know? So that's what everybody gives, uh, everybody in California or anybody, you know, in the world, they all feed off of energy and right. always portray a good energy and always surround yourself around people with good energy and people that want to see you do well and not see you do bad and you'll be, you'll be fine. And that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, the recipe to, to, to success is to surround yourself around, you know, successful, uh, positive people. Love that. Last question. One person's hair you could cut. Who you, who, who you picking? Who you picking? Someone okay. goes, I can get you this person in your chair tomorrow. Who you got? Okay, that, that, that's a hard question. You know what? And I, I should have that one because, uh, you know, I've been doing it for so long. But I would say... Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Damn, man, that's the hardest question I've had in a long time. Uh, I would say someone who inspires me. Um, he's my best friend. and His name is Vinny Capizzi. And uh, he's just everything I want to be. So that's, that's dope. Be. That's dope. For sure. Perfect way to end that. Thank, Thank you, you, buddy. Thank I appreciate you. it. I appreciate it. Wish you nothing you. but the best. Thanks, guys. Success. Follow this guy. <laughs> listen to this guy. These podcasts are amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? You're going to kill it. And you know what? This is going to give you a step to another step to another step to where you want to be in life. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Appreciate you. All right. We are out. Thank you. Sweet. Let me get you a hat, bro. Yeah. Let me get Hold on. Hold on. Let me unclip this. Let me unclip this. Let me unclip here. this.